Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. stupid doing a show in the middle of november about christmas hey man you gotta do what you gotta do to please the fans and make the shit on time oh my god <clears throat> i mean for for the audience the audience uh, this show will come out on thanksgiving day so huh okay all right i guess everyone's figured out the theme Actually, they haven't. Uh, They just know that it's about Christmas. Although, I I think in the the last show... I think we mentioned what we were doing. Yeah, because we didn't do it, and we said we were going to do it, and then we didn't do it. Yeah. I'm freaking going bald. (laughs) Welcome to the club, friend. Welcome to the club. So do you shave that? Yeah. I mean, you can see like, like I haven't shaved for a little while. So, but basically I got the Captain Picard haircut going on. If I don't shave it, there's like seven up here left. That's about it. So a little follicle. Seven. Seven. <laughs> um, um, yeah. You, I mean, if it was a little bit longer, you'd look just like my dad. <laughs> I mean, might have to might have to have you bend me over and spank me <laughs> you'd like that too much i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so yeah our, our show today will be uh my three favorite movies 
for Christmas and Burke's three favorite movies for Christmas. Yes. And uh, we're going to we're going to compare the two, I guess. I don't know. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about it. Now, Burke and I just did a show two days ago, so I'm not going to ask you what's going on. Well, in all reality, I got to see the lunar eclipse this morning at about quarter to six, about 6 a.m., something like that. It was in a perfect position out my back window, and I voted. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I slept through the lunar eclipse, and I voted two weeks ago. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, two weeks ago, I think it was. Um, early voting is a fabulous thing, <laughs> especially when you live in a town with 4 million people. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, it is a fabulous thing. Um, that drink was really loud, and I apologize. Uh, I, I was talking, so I didn't hear it. You were uh, talking, so you didn't bother to listen to anything else going on around you. Well, literally. <laughs> so that the audience understands, I mute Burke through the whole show and just keep talking. Uh, and he does the same thing, so that's why you never know what we're saying. Um, edited another episode the other day, and I'm telling nice. you right now, uh, I might have to hire someone to start editing episodes if we keep doing this long-ass shit. Um, well, if you quit saying people's names and swearing, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, I had to apologize to Keith again. I'm sorry. And honestly, I didn't say anything about him. I just said no, his last name. He just mentioned his name, yeah. I, you know, I was like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I tried <laughs> to get him. I, I, have, I have a friend. A very good friend, a, a gentleman who's been my assistant director on almost every show that I directed. Um, he, he's been my stage manager for shows. I mean, I love this guy to death. Um, and, and he's he's he he's dealing um, with with stage four brain cancer. No, jeez. Um, I was going. I was like a dealing cocaine. That can't be good. Dealing with depression. No, fuck. That's just. Oh, sorry, man. No, 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 no. I'm. I'm gonna see. Uh, I didn't download this. Oh, actually, I might be able to. Uh-huh. Maybe I could send it in a message. No, because he sent it in an app that will not let me do this. So. I'm going to turn this up really freaking loud. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take, yeah. Two seconds and plug you in. All right. I got this all figured out now. Sweet. Um, God, I love computers. I really do. (laughs) Last week, you were like, I fucking hate computers. (laughs) I I, I was being facetious, my friend. (laughs) All right. Are you ready? Yes. Sit back and listen. Oh, fabulous. Sit back and don't listen.
Hearing the sounds of silence. Ooh. And I'm in the middle of watching the World Series, and out of nowhere, they have this moment, stand up to cancer. I'm watching a ball game, and all of a sudden, everybody stands up, holding up a sign of somebody that they either know that's dying of cancer or died of it in the middle of the game. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> trying to watch a game here. You know, no, there's a time and a place. Look, I know somebody. <laughs> somebody that has died of cancer. I would never go to the movies with you and in the middle of it hit pause and be like, oh, by the way, Conan, I know this guy. <laughs> he died of cancer. It was horrific. I could have lifted him up off the sheet with two fingers. It was horrible. Hey, enjoy. Oh, by the way, I got molested when I was nine. Enjoy the rest of this. And I'm in the middle. Good Lord. <laughs> it's something you shouldn't laugh at. <laughs> Um, but, but you have, I mean, because of what Seth is going through, you kind of have to sit back and go, dude, you're a funny ass motherfucker. <laughs> I, he texts me, he texts me almost every other day and, uh, uh, something cancer and comedy related. He texts me in the morning saying, I'm still alive. I don't know why. <laughs> They should have never given me given me convalescent leave. <laughs> hmm. Oh, you know what? We didn't ask each other. What we're we didn't drinking. ask each other what we're drinking. I hadn't gotten to that point yet. Oh well, what's in the cup then? Just pop, white claw? No, 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 no. Today, today, I am mixing. My uh, my other go-to, which is peach-flavored Jim Beam with Diet Coke. Yeah, good. It's really, really good. And because it's the Diet Coke, it's not as sweet. Well, well, that Jim Beam starts off sweet, so you kind of want to go with the less sweet add on that one. But I love that. I love the flavor of peach, and um, I'm also going to try. They have a new vanilla out, and I'm. I saw that, and I was like, I'll bet that and Seven Up or cream soda or, I, or orange. Oh, dude, orange pop in that. I no. was well. No, I was. I was actually well, thinking like Dr Pepper. Um, mm. Because they actually make a, a cream soda, Dr Pepper. Yes, it's pretty damn, pretty damn good. Oh, it's so good! It is so delectable. But um, yeah, so my, I some, my boss at work, yeah, has recently been promoted to general manager. So now he's kind of like overseeing all the managers at the four stores that we have. And okay. he, this has been going on for a couple months now. Yeah, he's been doing it. He comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, I'm having a clearance sale on all my." bourbon I'm like why it's like I, I can't drink it anymore it's like it just tears up my stomach and i'm thinking that's an ulcer <laughs> <laughs> but if i have to buy your bourbon at a discounted price so be it <laughs> so do you, do you have will it no uh, we can't get it here man no I, I got some buffalo trace right now which we've we've had before or i've had before Yes. Uh, and I got some Wellers also in my cabinet. 
uh, which I've had before, but uh, I love the Wellers. I really yeah, do. You know, yeah, it's um, good stuff. Wellers is good stuff. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it on my. It'd be in my top ten. But well, it's, I mean, for being a for being a twenty five dollar bottle of bourbon, it's really good. You know. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and Buffalo Trace kind of in the same. It's like thirty ish dollars or something like that, and it's a little, the little more whiskey ish in its vibe than some other bourbons but and that's fine i I don't always have to have the full-on oak flavor every time so it's a nice change of pace i like i I need some oak Um, (laughs) i had i had to put my computer glasses on you were blurry my my eyes are getting worse And, and then i put them on and i'm like dude your eyeballs are so big now (laughs) <laughs> and you're so ugly what i'm taking these off <laughs> we don't tell them that they don't need to know how they could buy my shirt and they would know how ugly i am at the davis and davis show.com Gosh, for all I your did. merch needs i i own way too many websites now <laughs> hmm so ooh. That's that is so tasty, so delectable. Uh, what else is going on? Um, yeah, that's it. I so people know today is election day. We're doing our show on election day, which is usually a day that I I hold very near and dear to my heart because I love to see people lose. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, but instead I get to look at Burke's shiny head it's extra shiny today look at it Uh, you glossed that baby you you just glossed buff it to a high gloss finish so I I do have to tell this story headlight went out in the beamer yes (laughs) projection xenon headlights let me guess let me let let me guess the price of the bulb okay go ahead and guess 759 dollars 29 cents no if i would have bought the original replacement it was 125 dollars for the set that's for the ashrams hmm. that's very reasonable i went online and started hunting and found a bulb that is a direct replacement for $39. Oh. HIDs are getting dirt cheap. Now, if I were to have a newer Beamer with the LED lights, just take a guess what that replacement bulb is. I, I I don't know because like I put plug and play light bulbs into my Civic, the high beam bulbs and low beam bulbs four cost me ninety eight dollars a couple years ago. But oh, yeah, excuse me, not for a beamer. Oh, I got that mute button just in case. Oh, sorry. Um, if it let's go tasted like hot dogs, that's yeah. a bad thing. Uh, eight <laughs> eight fifty eight plus tax. Four twenty-five. Oh, a piece. 
So, so I was close for a pair then. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Hmm, hmm. Um, and but, then but, you, we've but had... you wanted the Beamer. We, we, we all warned you about that. And then we were like, okay, that's okay. Get your Beamer. You'll have fun. But then we <laughs> had, we had rain. We had and rain. your convertible top leaked all over the place at the mm. seals at the seams where there was stitching at the window. So I've, I've had convertibles. I, I well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hard top. So there's no seams really. I mean, I, I did order the um, replacement weather stripping kit for, for the roof and I'll do it myself. It's, yeah. I mean, that's not something that's super, super hard. Yeah. Time consuming, but annoying. Yeah, I mean, I I have the bodywork tools to to push it into that trough and and do it myself. Still expensive as hell just for the seals. Were they BMW or aftermarket? I went aftermarket. I'm I hundred and eighty bucks. It was right around two hundred dollars. Okay, which is not as now the front windshield. Uh, uh, debacle that we talked about before. I already told you the seal for that was thirty nine, thirty nine dollars, and BMW wanted to charge me four hundred for that. I'm like, of course, the seals, <laughs> the seals thirty nine dollars, and it's BMW seal. No, oh, geez, <laughs> I was like. Why are you guys charging? Well, that's the labor. I'm like, it took me 15 minutes to put the fucker in. <laughs> How much fucking labor does it cost? It's 15 minutes of labor, but that's just what they charge. <laughs> oh, dude, the service manager and I do not like each other. <laughs> First off, I don't think that he's used to Beamer owners that can fix their own stuff. That yeah, you're like one in a million. So, and I, I mean, oh, wait, you really want to fuck with him? <laughs> Go in and ask him for a a blinker bulb. He'd be like, w- "What? BMW people don't use their blinkers. They never go bad." <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: my BMW told me that my headlight was out. Never mind the fact that the fucker turned pink and purple for two days, but it sat there and bings at me every five seconds going, your headlights out, your headlights out. Yo, man, your somebody stole your battery. <laughs> Buddy, your headlights out. Now. Very uh, passive aggressive car you got there. Now I'm about to really. <laughs> so I had bought. A uh, twelve-ton jack for my Jeep. Oh, I was like, "Why?" <laughs> for my Jeep. Um, it was a great. I mean, it was a good deal. It was only oh, okay. hundred dollars oh. for for twelve-ton jack, yeah, and I was not? like, "Okay, I'll 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 bite on that." So I go to put new said headlight into thy car. You have to remove the wheel. You have mm-hmm. to remove the liner, mm-hmm. and and then it's real easy to get to. Mm-hmm. You ever try to stick a twelve ton jack 
under a BMW? First, you have to roll the BMW up onto blocks so that it clears enough. Yeah, you, you well, I, you don't have to roll it on blocks. I mean, I just pick the damn thing up from the side and then set it back down on top of the, no. So, in Scott's infinite wisdom, after getting his paycheck, goes to Harbor Freight. He's like, yeah, I'll just buy a floor jack. So I buy a, buy a low profile floor jack. Oh, shut the fuck up. I didn't even go there yet. <laughs> I went and bought a regular floor jack. A jack. A floor jack. I brought it home. I went to slide it under the BMW. Guess what? It still doesn't fit. I had to go back and buy the $280 jack, <laughs> the low profile racing jack, because that's the only one that's small enough to get under my BMW. <laughs> Now, if I was smart, I would have sold the BMW, bought the Austin Healy, because you could pick that up with your pinky. It's true. But Scott's not smart. I'm enjoying my BMW, though, Bert. That's, <laughs> that's all that matters. I, said, I, told, <laughs> I told my brother the other day, I was like, I should have bought a boat. I mean, a beamer is just like a boat. It's a piece of metal that you throw money at. Here, here, here. BMW, bring money with you. Hey. <laughs> okay, I'd never heard that before. <laughs> but you're like, damn, that's so accurate. You bastard. I hate you. Um, you know, I've heard the the Ford fixer found on repair road dead. You know, fixer repair daily. Yeah. Pontiac, which I can't even explain. Yeah, that, can't explain one. that one. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, Navy, never again volunteer yourself. <laughs> uh, BMW, I've never heard that one. <laughs> Bring money with you. Fiat, fix it again, Tony. That's uh, I was I was at work, at, talking to my friend Monty today, and uh, Monty's got a Dodge thirty five hundred dually that he he took the bed off of and put a flat flat bed on it. You know, it's a work truck. When we were talking, because I was like, yeah, the BMW is expensive. He said. Expensive, expensive. Try to get a transmission fixed in a thirty-five hundred dually. <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "The lockout nut fell out in the transmission. I only had fifth gear. I was in Odessa. I was no. like, Odessa? That's eight hundred miles away." <laughs> He's like, "I had to tow it back." <laughs> What that cost you a thousand dollars? I thought you bought a thirty five hundred because they didn't break, but you said the word dodge, so I was like, oh yeah, yeah the, there you go. The funny part was that he, he he talked he talked for a while, and then I was like, so what what the part cost you? He said thirty five dollars. <laughs> it's like what the labor cost you a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> because they have to take the whole motherfucking thing apart. <laughs> the part that broke is $35. It's a $35 nut. 
I love I God, I love cars. I, <laughs> I love inflation. I think inflation is the best thing that we have ever discovered in America. Um oh my gosh. <laughs> That's stupid me. I I I don't even so while I am at the BMW dealership getting some stuff taken care of I have to go test drive <laughs> the BMW seven four, four series convertible <laughs> Oh, Scott, you got to try this car out. You you just have to try this car. So I go. I go. I test drive it. I test drove the, the 5 Series as well. Ooh. I will tell you what. The 5 Series, no convertible. I don't need that. I really don't. But that 5 Series has my fucking heart. <laughs> because it was the you, church. You, well, it was, you mean it has your heart on. <laughs> it, it really does. Where is it? Oh, I can't. I can't do it. I was gonna, I was gonna hold my wallet up and say it has my wallet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I test drove it, and, and you can get it in a turbo. So I test drove the turbo, and, and my car has Getty Up and Go. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, this car is the six-cylinder version with the turbo charger. I hit the gas and immediately hit the brake. I <laughs> turned around, I drove it back, and I went, I cannot drive this car. <laughs> that, like, that, is, that was my exact feeling when I drove Carl's, um, oh, what's that one bike, the, the Italian one? Um, uh, the Ducati? Yes, I drove the duck once. I was like, wait, where? Nope, 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 no, 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 nope. Well, my reason for not driving it was not because I couldn't handle it. It was because I knew that I would sign a piece of paper right after driving it. I was like, nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. And, and then you would sign another piece of paper saying, "Yes, I exceeded the legal speed limit." <laughs> no, I think that I, I think the next piece of paper would be would be, "Yes, this is a completely um, agreed upon divorce." <laughs> <laughs> you can have everything, including my testicles. That's okay. I'm I'm gonna live in my Beamer. <laughs> You can't um, drive your house to work, so why not? That that five series is instinct incredible. And uh he had I didn't get to test drive this, but I got to sit in it. He had a Ferrari four five eight there that mm, had been the Italia. Oh God, that I love had, that car. Had been traded in. And this is the first ferrari i've ever sat in you that that seat molds to your body <laughs> i mean anybody who loses control of a 
Ferrari because they were sliding around in the seat. That's a stupid thing. That seat molds around your body, and you're just like, oh, oh, hang on here. Everything is within hands. Yep. Well, that's all the race car heritage they got. I mean, they know you don't want to move your fingers too far away from the steering wheel, so put it all where you can get at it. And everything's there. Um, like I said, I didn't get to test drive it, but the the I I'll say his name, Jake, took me out to the back lot, and they they had a it's huge, it's a, it's a huge lot, mm-hmm. and he put that thing. I was in the passenger seat; he was in the driver's seat. He put it in launch mode. <laughs> Just in the parking lot. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. Um, fabulous car. I if I ever if I ever get to the point of making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, that would be my that would be my here's your midlife crisis. Actually, at this point in time, here's your late night, late, late time crisis. <laughs> so, well, I got to wish we had the Ferris Bueller sound clip at this point in time. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, something like this. The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT California. Less than 100 were made. Father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love. It is his passion. It is his fault he didn't lock the garage. <laughs> All going through your head at that very moment, wasn't it? Uh, well, actually, what was going through my head was... Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make caps, or a brooch, or a pterodactyl. Um... That, that, that was about it. <laughs> I have to get some new drops. I haven't changed the drops in a well. We haven't used them. Um, we haven't abused them. Yeah, uh, too well, much. Well, I guess what was really going through my head was. Best sports car ever. Oh, you see, that was yours. Mine was best waste of money <laughs> I could ever make. Because you, you think my $100 oil change with the BMW is bad. <laughs> you have to get unicorn blood for the Ferrari's oil change. <laughs> you drive that thing into a shop and people go, nope, drive, drive on. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Don't even stop. Just keep moving. <laughs> but you're not going to take it to your local uh, Valvoline for an old day. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, Sorry, we don't do spice ships here. <laughs> they, they speak to me in Spanish. Uh Hola, como esta? Just don't say the word alien and you'll be fine. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry. <sighs> going to hell. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> going to hell? Oh, no. We're talking Christmas. There's no hell here today. <laughs> so what were the three movies that I made you, you watch? Uh, the first one was Mixed Nuts. The mm-hmm. second was The Santa Claus from, I can't remember the year, forgive me, uh, 1994, and yeah. Scrooged. Mm, another 80s. I think that was yes. 80s. Probably. Um, Let's see, uh, 1988, yep. My list, which I thought was very... Uh, eclectic? I, a, eclectic is one word. I, I'll tell you in a second. Anyways, I had Die Hard. 1988, also. Home Alone, 1990. Mm-hmm. And the last one was A Christmas Story, 1982. Yes. Three. 83. Yep. Um, what really kind of flipped me out was that neither one of us picked the movie that is depicted behind me. Yeah. Um, well, we have talked about that. We've talked about that on and off over the past year or so yeah i know it's one of your absolute favorites and i it, it it's the whole chevy chase trying to be funny syndrome with me and maybe it's an issue i have it's just it always seems forced i i actually kind of enjoyed uh was it spice vegas? no vegas vacation vegas vacation was good the very first one was yeah, the very first one was awesome. was really good yeah um and, this, and don't get me wrong that the christmas vacation has got some really great moments um it just i don't know it just never gelled with me and uh, I'm, a, I'm a different breed of cat i'll admit it whatever vegas vacation i loved well w- the whole wayne newton scene was was just <laughs> freaking hilarious his brother but, digging up money in the front yard i'm like oh god <laughs> 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 it it was really i don't know i don't but i can understand the chevy chase issue um i actually like that comedy uh I, it's just different strokes i mean it's just yeah. you know it's what you know you like blue i like red whatever it's just you know different, well, I, different. yeah uh, it's i mean it's but nobody's ever going to see eye to eye on stuff. No. Um, I I do see your point with with Chevy Chase pushing for the laugh. Yeah, where where kind of like Bill Murray just lets it incidentally happen. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, but you, you see, both of those guys and Dan Aykroyd, those those are like my favorite comedic. Uh, uh, movie makers from from that era. I, mean, I got to put Gene Wilder in that group. Oh, Gene Wilder was uh, Gene Wilder was smart though. He only did shows that that uh, that were already basically quality. Yeah. You know, Young Frankenstein. He worked with Mel Brooks a lot. Oh yeah. Um, just. Almost every movie I ever saw him in was 
was equal. Well, I can't really say that because he did that. He did that movie with a uh, Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor. We did a couple of movies. He did yeah, Stir Crazy. Was he Stir did, Crazy uh, the one when they were they went in to prison. jail? Yeah, they yeah. were in prison. Um, the Silver Streak. Silver Streak. And then there was one where one was deaf and one was blind. And I don't even remember what that one was called. No, I don't. I don't know, but you, you hit the two that were like the best that they yeah. did together. I love uh, Silver Streak. I absolutely love that movie. Oh, Silver Streak is freaking hilarious. Um, you know, I, I I can even go. You know what? Here's a movie that that. What the hell was the name of it? Night job, night shift. Night Shift with uh, Henry Winkler and, and uh, Shelley Duvall and Batman. Batman, Batman yeah. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> uh, that was a, that, that Betty Rubble. That Barney Rubble. What an actor. <laughs> I use that line to this day. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what? Michael Keaton, that's the guy we're trying to that's think of. That's it. That's yeah. it. And, uh, and I also really enjoyed. Um, oh God, what was the the one where he had to take? He was an auto worker, and the Japanese company bought out his plant. Mister Mom, no. Uh, and Ken Watanabe was the like his Japanese liaison or something, right? Gosh, I thought it was Mister Mom where he got fired, and um... no, 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 he had the job at the plant. What? what, what? Oh, what the hell was the name of that? Oh. Uh, hmm. Yeah, we'll think of it here after we look up. Uh, I, I can... Well, we'll look it up over the break and, and bring it back up. But um, Gung Ho. Yes, that's it. Gosh, I knew I'd remember it. <laughs> that, that's... A little bit of an underrated movie there. That was, I, I like that movie. I love well, Oh, wow. yeah, we've been talking a hot second here. Yeah, we have. Um, well, no, my my TV just started flashing a whole bunch of crap and went black. No, um, that's a good sign. No, 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 that's the end of the world, dude. <laughs> They're getting election results. <laughs> hey, your, right. states, your state's only had the same group for you know 27 years but they always come out and go oh you need to reelect us so we can fix our state and we're like do what you did 27 uh, years oh no 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 you've got that all wrong the oh, the, my bad. the my republicans bad. down here don't say that at all they say hey everything's great we're doing fine you know the the democrats come in down here and go hey we need to change everything we need to hook our electric grid up to the rest of the country so that it can get fucked up again uh now that's down here i stay out of politics down here <laughs> it don't don't matter if you're a republican or democrat you're fucking nuts if you're in texas that's <laughs> <laughs> the only state i know of where the attorney general could be under indictment for federal crimes and still be winning the election. <laughs> what like our crooks down here in Texas? Uh, Y'all better use the right bathroom. 
Wow. <laughs> not even. I'm not getting. Okay. I will. There's a story there. No, no, no. We have to take a break. That one's not coming out on the air. (laughs) All right. I just finished my drink. We've only gone like a half an hour. 45 minutes? Well, we started the Zoom 45 minutes ago. Oh, my bad. We were only off the air for about five. Yeah, well. Sakawana. All right. <laughs> like <have> what? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Bye-bye now. I'm literally getting dizzy. I know, I'm head banging and going, go throw up now. Feeling sick now. All right, we'll be back. Hold on. Hurry home for Christmas. Hurry home for Christmas. Until you're home for Christmas. Until you get here, jingle bells won't jingle, not a single jingle, baby. Since you've been away, dear, no reindeer have come here. And Santa Claus, of course, dear, won't bring cheer till you're here. Oh, no, no, no. Who is this? This? Is actually one of the songs, or uh, this is off of an album that my parents used to play at Christmas when we were opening presents, and it's Robert Goulet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, the the voice sounds familiar, I just can't place it. And uh, it called me nostalgic, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I, every year... Every year that we open presents, I, I pull this album out. And, you know, if if my kids knew me and, and, and all that, I would have done the exact same thing. Uh, just, I thought it was a great kind of... Yeah, yeah. He's got a great voice. Oh, yeah.
And you have to love any song that is only two minutes long. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Scott can have sex to it. And... I wasn't going to go there, but. <laughs> it leave time to cuddle. Um, and from what I've been told by many women, short time is a compliment to them. <laughs> yeah. Little Just... white lies that make the world go round. <laughs> yeah. Cutting a whole bunch <laughs> of for this show. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix that in post. No. No, we won't. <laughs> no, that, that will stay there. <laughs> So, we picked these movies. For the other person to watch and critique. Yeah, isn't that weird how I how I come up with these fabulous ideas for shows? Yeah, who'd you oh. steal that from? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. You're, you're going to hate this. You're going to hate this. Uh, I do a show with you. I always hate it. For season three. And that sounds really weird. <laughs> for season three, I think I have come up with an idea. Uh, both you and I love movies. Yeah. And we love talking about movies. And nobody loves listening to us talk about movies, apparently. I, I, I wouldn't go that far. We, uh, no, okay. I what? thought you said the metrics were bad on our movie reviews. You know, there's there were some that we did, like Lord of the Rings, I think we, we could have done without that because it was just too many shows in a row. About but we retold the movie. We didn't really talk about it a lot. It, yeah. it was kind of a weird one. That Well, it was the first attempt at actually, I don't know. Diving. We should have just expressed our feelings instead of rehashing the whole damn thing. We should have assumed everyone listening had seen it uh do you know what assume means yes it means a supposition no assume if you actually spell it out makes an ass out of you and me i've never heard that one before no <laughs> wow scott so you are like a philosophizer fuck dude i don't know how that happens uh, they say the same thing to me at work. <laughs> You're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> but now you are, what am I? <laughs> so, so I was going through our metrics and looking at everything. And there were certain movies that we discussed that got good reviews. Or no, okay. got good downloads. Good. Okay. So I... I, I I I have not talked with Bur we're talking with Burke about this right now cuz we always there our dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I never y'all heard about it pretty much before <laughs> I do, so you know. You all may as like, well there's, be. there's probably a private podcast that you do is got Okay, so next week I'm going to fuck Burke up <laughs> and talk about all this shit. So, when you listen uh, no, to the podcast. Yeah, that that podcast that I do with Jordan, man, it is 100%. How the hell can I Burke up next week. Well, he, here, here is my 
proposition. You may like it. You may not. Okay. We're going to keep doing our weekly show. Okay. But I want to add a show. Once a week, we will talk about a movie. Oh, look at Perk's face. Like when? Hold hold on. Hang on. Hey, uh, uh, where is that button? Right there. Screenshot. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) I'll suck what? what? (laughs) I'll I'll post that on the the page. (laughs) Let me look at the camera, dude. Hold on. Um, so yes, I'm, I'm thinking about two shows a week. Um, and and you and I can sit down and we can talk logistics and all that stuff, but I just, there's so many movies on our list right now and I keep making, I mean, I still want to do the whole 007 thing. You said that was January, man. Yeah, that's that's gonna be January. Um, but I, I just, I enjoy talking about the movies with you. Oh, it's, I do too. I, I really like them. It's, I you know, I cut out the the metrics and everything that's going on i you know i could care less if people don't listen to it <laughs> it's it's the fact that you and i are both into movies and since you and i have started doing this thing i've watched movies i don't remember ever watching and and that's i i think that expanding my horizons inspires me to want to do it more i I love the fact that you had never seen uh kingsman i'm like oh dude you're gonna watch this movie and like next week he's like oh my god how have i never seen this oh great flick and it was it was a great flick you know burke watches a, a few more movies than i do so i'm kind of i think that's where i get excited about it is that you bring up movies that I haven't seen yet, and they're enjoyable, like the Spider-Man movie. I never would have gone. I never would have gone and watched it. But I gushed. I literally gushed about that movie. <laughs> but I, I was like, this this movie's great. Oh yeah. I mean, it was it, nostalgia and like, uh, yeah. It, it had it, it had the feels. It had. You, you you got them all together. You got to close out story arcs that they didn't get to close out in the movies previous. Yeah. And dude, it was it was fabulous. It, it was phenomenal. And I mean, I I'm into I'm into Doctor Who. I would love to get you to watch some of the episodes that I think are phenomenal in that series. God, I love that word. I noticed that I use that word a lot. Is that your new catchphrase? It's a, here's the thing. 
phenomenal <laughs> is phenomenal. I mean, that that may be the next T-shirt. Here's the thing: it's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm big on saying absolutely. I'm pretty sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, you, you, you know what's weird is that I do say phenomenal a lot, and over the the right about halfway through season two you <laughs> you started saying phenomenal a lot <laughs> I, mean, well, I, I i started saying uh, here's the thing after a while it just rubs off on you it's, it's, <laughs> it's like man can we come up with some more adjectives uh <laughs> Yeah, the Thorith, please. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh, we're gonna have to come up with stupid word of the week as well, um, <laughs> and then figure out a way to say it throughout the podcast, incorporated into the podcast, <laughs> indubitably. So, so, anyways, over the Christmas break, I need you to sit back and think about whether this is a feasible thing to do. Um, well, as long as the regular podcast is stuff that you come up with and I don't have to think about, yeah, I can do another extra one a week. I think, <laughs> well, that's, that's actually, that's fine. I can, I can come up with, with things for us to do. I mean, the whole music show that we did, dude, that was six hours, but it's one of the funnest shows that I've listened to, uh, Oh, hey, look, there's a cat in front of me. Oh. Cat. Either well, way you look at it. Oh, he is such a dick. Oh, my gosh, that cat needs to die. Um, and yet he's so lovey-dovey when he comes up here. He's just like, I, I, want, I want pets, please. Yeah. All right, fine. Uh, this, is yeah. the only, this is the only time and place. Go, go ahead, pet him. That, that, he, that he's like, I love you. Pet I love you. I love pet him. You. Pet him. I'm petting him. I'm petting him. Yeah. And here he comes. No. <laughs> I think he could hear that. <laughs> He's looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? And that cat left holes in my <laughs> arm. He was not a nice cat. No. <sighs> He's maybe he's starting to mellow. I don't know. He's not mellowing. Yeah, he's not mellowing. Uh, anyways, all right. So we should get started on this. It's 40 minutes. Hey, we got 40 minutes left. Oh, hang on. Nice. Um, thank you. Die Hard. I'm going to start with my list. Okay. Die Hard uh, came out in. 1988 runtime two hours 12 minutes this movie made a fair amount of change as far as a little bit yeah a little bit 83 million dollars uh which 59 percent of which came from the domestic audience which means the U.S. watched it the most. Uh, worldwide, worldwide, it made 141 million dollars. People, 
That's a lot of jing jing. God, I have great, I have great words that I'm coming. I'm learning so much at the golf course. Jing jing. Uh, the budget for the film was $28 million. Uh, it's about a New York City police officer, John McLean, who goes on Christmas vacation to visit his wife in Los Angeles. Uh, while he's there, uh, at well, I guess she works for... Wait, Nakatomi. She, yeah, Nakatomi is who she works for. While at the Nakatomi headquarters for Christmas party, a group of robbers decides that it's smart while the man is there to rob them. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, Cast. Cast Bruce Willis stars as John McClane. His first big leading role. for a movie for a movie yeah uh he he was on moonlighting moonlighting yeah Yeah. moonlighting for years and uh one of my favorite shows um honestly yeah this is really what got him started into the action adventure films yeah nobody saw it coming they're like oh he can't pull that off and he did it he did a what kind of a job a phenomenal job. job. <laughs> now, I guess before I go into the rest of the cast, I need to say this. Some people do not consider this a Christmas movie. Because it's not happy, happy, joy, joy. It's not about Santa Claus. Yet, I consider this to be one of the best action adventure Christmas movies ever. Thank God. I sat back and watched this again. And first off, the cast is incredible. Top to bottom. Uh, Bruce Willis is f- incredible in it. Alan Rickman. This, uh, this is That's one- all you got to say right there. Just yeah. the words, Alan Rickman. Okay, we're good. I mean... The only movie I ever saw Alan Rickman do better was Harry Potter. Uh, But in this, he is just perfect for that role. Mr. McLean. Uh, I've got the cast list in front of me and, and there's, there's certain ones on here that, that I'm, I'm going to kind of skip because they were, well, like, uh, Bonnie Bendela didn't do a bunch before or after. That'd be yeah. Just she was not the the be all end all in the in this flick. I, she did a great job in the film. I mean, she was perfect for the role. She she did a great job. I'm not gonna you know yeah yeah yeah. Uh, William Atherton. Oh, I love him. He's such okay. a douche. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But before we go any further. Favorite William Atherton movie? Uh, Real Genius. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Real Genius was his best flick. Real Real Genius was the correct answer. Uh, 
what was it? Alexander Godunov? Good enough? Good enough. Good enough. Played Carl. Carl was just a dick. But he was a badass. He, he was, was so good. Oh, he was incredible in this flick. Uh, who, else, who else was really good in this? Um, do, you, wait, do, you, do you know good enough? Wait, wait, wait. Back up real quick. Do okay. you know who's good, who good enough's classmate was in, in, in school? No. Mikhail Barishkikov. Oh. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, good enough was a ballet dancer that knew Mikhail Barishnikov. Um who oh gosh, what was his name? Um the blonde model dude who was like who everyone was enamored with through the eighties. Um Fabio. No, yeah, he, yeah, he does. He looks like a, <laughs> he looks like a cranky Fabio. Yeah. <laughs> um, Paul Gleason was in this. Yes. And, and Paul Gleason, for for those of you who don't know, he he's become a director, or started directing after this film. Most people um, know him from The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, really, really, really good actor, and I, and. He, he really even, he really almost underplayed his role and it was perfect. Yeah. It was just perfect. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I guess we're gonna need a couple more FBI guys around here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he almost threw away the line, it was perfect. I mean, come on. Uh going from don't mess with the bull. You'll get the horns. You'll get man. the horns. <laughs> to <laughs> I think we're going to need a few more FBI agents. <laughs> and he had Reginald Bell Johnson as Sergeant Powell. He he was actually really good in that role. I loved him in this movie. Absolutely and loved him. He was. It was almost like comedic relief. Uh, he he was just this police sergeant who knew better than all the people above him. <laughs> Well, that's the case of most military. The sergeants know what's going on. Just leave it to them. And yeah, I just, I just sat there. I was like, this is perfect. This is perfect. He is good. Now, like I said, there was there was a huge cast uh, cast list in this. Uh, a lot of the people had little bit roles and, and stuff like that. But the, there were a lot of people in this that that have gone on and and done great well, movies. What what about the the Asian actor who I don't think he had a line. Al Leung. Yeah. So he's big trouble in little China, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, his gang is Khan, Lethal Weapon, Azenda. Oh, yeah, he's he's been in the business for so so long and just yeah. done some really good stuff. I I have to say this about this movie and and I I saw from Burke's face he he was surprised that I liked it. Um I knew you liked the movie, but it's saying it's a Christmas movie is a, a huge leap for some people. So yeah, yeah. Well, I really hang on. The way that the light's hitting me, it looks like I have gray hair. That I hate getting old. <laughs> uh, hey, 
Ballsies, go nuts. Your order has shipped. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Ballsy. Uh, it, this is a movie. I don't know if Burke's going to agree with me on this or not. Air Force One. I really loved that movie because okay. it was action all the way through it, really. Okay. This movie is the same way. You get action, then you get a five-minute break where there's a little bit of dialogue. Then there's the action, then there's a five-minute break. But the way that they pulled it off was just that it was it makes the movie flow so quickly. Like when I watched it, I sat back and was like, this, this is a 45 minute long movie <laughs> because you just don't stop. Yeah. It, it, it keeps it, going. It gives you a little breather. Then it goes Then it gives you a little breather. Then we do something a little different. Then it's action. Then it's a breathe. Then it's action. Then it's action. And you know, yeah, no, it's it. The pacing is fantastic. I mean, people, I, I, I tell people I think this is one of my favorite Christmas movies, and they're like, it's not a Christmas movie. It's like, it wouldn't work. This movie wouldn't work if it didn't happen at Christmas time. Yeah. It just yeah. wouldn't work. And, and let's face it, when you have had all of the people come over to your house that you don't want to talk to, and you've eaten all this food, and you've, you've been listening to all the cutesy Christmas songs, and Rudolph the Red-Dotted Reindeer has been on TV, and blah, blah, blah. This is just a really refreshing movie to watch and cleanse your palate with. So all in all, I I actually give this movie four stars out of five. Nice. Um, it, it was well worth it. And at the end of this episode, we're going to rank these movies, all six of them, in how we we rank them oddly enough i did the five star ratings on mine also so this works awesome 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 um yeah i i give this four out of five uh but it's it's a great flick i think everyone needs to see it and if you don't think that it's a christmas movie you're wrong sit back shut up go watch (laughs) scrooge (laughs) <laughs> all right sir uh so what was your first movie my first one was mixed nuts <sighs> now this is a movie that i had never seen before so this was my very first watching of this movie and scott you're probably gonna hate me it was not my favorite mm. was it good yes did i enjoy it Mostly. You know what? I have noticed that I am a little more into the dry humor than you are. The dark uh, I, humor. The how, how could you? Ah, I'm not going to. Okay. We'll, I, just, I, I, we'll discuss I, okay. it after have, we go through yeah. the. Yeah. Have you ever seen the original movie MASH? Yes. There is no more dark, dry humor than you can get in that movie. And I absolutely adore that movie. Spear Chucker. Just <laughs> didn't do that movie today. 
Hot, hot lips. Hot lips. <laughs> what a great flick. Anyway, okay, getting oh back on it. So, um, I didn't do a ton of research on the, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, thirteen percent, and the audience was only forty-seven percent. Mm-hmm. So I'm backed by a little audience metric here. Not not everyone adores it. Not everyone hates it. You know, which and it's kind of weird because Nora Ephron wrote this, and she's the the lady who wrote Silkwood and When Harry Met Sally. Right. Okay. So I'm like, okay, and Nora Ephron, that's good. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, I saw the cast list and I'm like, oh, this is, we got Madeline Kahn, mm-hmm. Robert Klein, Anthony yeah. LaPaglia, mm-hmm. Juliette Lewis, Rob Reiner, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler is a little hit or miss for me. Lee Schreiber. Yes. Okay. You know, uh, Parker Posey, John Stewart, um, Christine Cavanaugh, Gary Shandling, Stephen Wright. I love Stephen Wright. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is good. And maybe maybe that's the problem. Uh, I, I hype myself up going, uh, oh, with this cast and right, this is going to be awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm, and it just. I'm, I'm going to kill myself. Just. <laughs> I'm, Excuse me, sir. There's a little static on the line. Could you hit the button? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Come, on. Come on! Oh my gosh, you're gonna kill me! You're killing me! I yeah, sorry, me. yeah. It's just you know, uh, um, Liv, Liv Schreiber plays. This is his first movie role, and he plays a transvestite. <laughs> he was great. This is the guy that he, you make me feel like I'm floating on a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> he played Wolverine's brother in the. He's like, you know, he's a superhero playing animal, you know. Um, yeah, I, I okay. My notes are I did love Leave as a transvestite. It's his film debut. Uh the landlord's name, by the way, it was it was Gary Shandling, I think that played the mm-hmm. okay, is Tannenbaum, which happens to be German for Christmas tree. And after he is shot, his body is disguised as a Christmas tree. A Christmas like, tree. That okay, that's that's subtle. That I like. <laughs> i laughed the most when the christmas tree slash body flew up into the air that was when i laughed the most in the movie um i was like i'm thinking oh madeline Kahn, i love madeline because like i just i couldn't get into her character until the end after she loosened up and she was like relaxed in her role i felt she was come on ding 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 hey hey Hey, oh, come on. The entire time that she is caught in the elevator is brilliant cinematography. It it, it felt forced. Steve Martin's performance felt forced. Adam Sandler, unless he's playing Happy Gilmore, is just really so-so with me. Starts with a C or a K. I wonder whether you prefer I'm enjoy to Milky Way. Milky Way. I wonder whether you come on, come on, come on. Oh, I am. I okay. So sorry, man. I see. I see your points. I do. Yeah, but I am an offbeat guy, and this is one of those Christmas movies that. Bends the rules. 
I mean, I, I love the juxtaposition of like, it, it, it's funny because having been a small child and my parents moved out to Newport Beach, California for the winter for his job, mm-hmm. they're trying to tell me it's Christmas time. And I'm like, there's no snow on the ground. It's not Christmas. I just would not believe them. Uh, so having it on Venice Beach, you know, Christmas at Venice Beach is just a really weird, you know, which I dug that. Um, I, I dug a lot of the ancillary characters. Um, was John Stewart the 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 guy in the roller skates with the tree? Yeah, I, I love that. Show. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so there, uh, there are little parts about this I like. I'm just in general, it's like I mean, I I gave it a three out of five. There was a lot to like. It just wasn't exactly my cup of tea. Uh, okay. I, gosh, I don't know where to go with this now, um, because uh, 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 what's his name? Tom Tom Hanks' wife is in it. Uh, Rita Wilson. Yep. Uh, John Stewart is the rollerblader, but some of the best acting that I think we saw was first off leave schreiber who was he was great uh and i and i really enjoyed juliet lewis also juliet lewis and she's really a hit or miss actress for me some of her stuff i'm just like in could you could you you dial it up to uh, something above a one but i thought she was great in this movie in this movie she she kills this seaside strangler uh accidentally um but really i think one of the best roles that happened in the movie was uh anthony lapaglia uh as felix um just really he had his moments he definitely had his moments he he had his moments. Now I, I can understand, and I, and I did love Rob Reiner as the vet. I thought he was hilarious. Oh my gosh, that just—I <laughs> kind of <laughs> sat back. I was like, "Is is is Rob Reiner really doing this?" <laughs> um, yeah, he was. Rob Reiner was was funny. Um, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler is Adam Sandler. You're not going to change what he is is his character in this is it's just his stand-up the same comedy. character that he does yeah. in every movie so. except for happy gilmore except where he plays for the happy straight Gil- guy and he's hilarious yeah he's another one of those when you put when you give him good direction and you make him the straight guy he is hilarious rita wilson in the bathtub just <laughs> had she, oh just to this day people will say something and it'll it'll off me wrong and i'll sit there and do this (laughs) (laughs) no Um, i thought the the whole love making scene in between the bathtub and the toilet that struck me as hilarious which most people be like "Eh, eh, yeah that's hilarious (laughs) in every life or wait everyone's life there's a pothole is that it but if you take out 
the <laughs> hey, that you... was a good bit. That really was a good bit. Take out the, the take out the T and move the, move. The <laughs> yeah, end up with hope. You get hope. <laughs> They're all um, going, yeah, he does this all the time. It's not I'll, good. Okay. I I, I yeah, watched... this is the I was okay. I was kind of hoping that you'd watch it again, and it was kind of like Spies Like Us, and you went, "Yeah, not as good as I remember." But this is your fate, one of your favorites. That's cool, man. I, I get where you're coming from. No, this is this is because it's offbeat. Um, it, it's not it's not your traditional Christmas show. No, not at all. Um, I mean, you're you're dealing with the seaside strangler and you know you're uh, he's running a suicide hotline uh no he's trying to kick him out so you know well well that that's that's uh not robert klein who channeling yeah uh, I just, and I, I just like at the end of the movie we're like you shot the seaside strangler congratulations like okay that's a really that's lazy writing on how to wrap up the ending of a movie there come on you know oh come on <laughs> no i mean it's just like uh we're not going to investigate and make sure it's him we're just like oh hey you're free to go because we know for 100 percent fact that's the dude I'm like okay whatever like well, a neil simon play it's like okay, okay. So, so i did not see that coming when I watched it the first time, <laughs> not at all. I didn't see I, it coming. I just thought it was kind of lazy in a, in a way. Of, you know. Gary Shandling going and un, unscrewing light bulbs <laughs> to save electricity. <laughs> no, there were, I mean, no, no, if I'd have hated it, it would have been a two or a one. But I, there I, were a lot. There was a lot to like in the movie. Just not exactly my cup of tea, so I gave it a three. Are, yeah. Oh, so you gave it a three. I gave it a three out of five. Yeah. I, I told you I, that at the beginning. I gave it a five out of five. I know. Sorry. I know. Wait, are we ranking the other movies we gave the other person? Well, we're ranking both. Oh, I didn't rank Die Hard. Die Hard's a five out of five for me. Well, I went four out of five. You went yeah. five out of five. Yep. This I'm at three on this would... one. You're at five. Okay. Yeah. You better um, be keeping score because I got nothing to write on. Jeez, man, you are such a pain in the ass. I'm such a needy little bitch. Yeah, I'm a needy little bitch. All right, we've done two shows so far. We've got to take a break. We're only 38 minutes in, man. What the heck. Bladder. Not you're, girl. You're, you have a girl's bladder. Not gonna. No, I started drinking like four hours before we started. I got off work. You said early you were today. at work, you lying sack of shit. I got off work early today. <laughs> then I started I went, the podcast late because what you were drinking? That well, that yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was at Harbor Freight buying drinking, buying a, a two hundred eighty dollar jack. <laughs> it's green though. It says Daytona on the side. Must be good. It must, must be a fabulous item. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yes, we're going to take a little break here. We'll be right back. Uh, uh, gotta go. 
only two hopes that I have for your musical choices. What's that? There's only two hopes that I have for your musical choices tonight. Yeah. Carol of the Bells and Peanuts. I don't have peanuts. I do have to pee. Go pee. Sound like Carol of the Bells. Doesn't sound like smooth soulful jazz either. Lee does rap. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're going to skip that one. Mm, uh, mm. Yeah, uh, let's see here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to skip that one. Yeah, we're going to put this one in instead. Hey, people, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Oh, you think that's good stuff? Uh, yeah. Hang on, I gotta wipe my face off. <laughs> God, I hate it when they get it all over your face. <laughs> <sighs> Some people play double for that, Cotton. Dude, I'm telling you. I just- <laughs> I need. I, I I don't know what's going on in my life, dude. Uh, your videos. Here we go. So you just heard. Um, something. Music. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Take me to. Sorry about that. (laughs) This is not the stuff you're sending to the radio stations, right? Fuck no. (laughs) What the hell? Friends on the Bay? (sighs) Yes.
need to unmute your mic. <laughs> there no. you go. I didn't think you needed to hear the pastor speak. <laughs> um, but we we actually did that at a church. <laughs> nice. A church that had never used a smoke machine before. <laughs> Literally, the pastor, like, right after that happened, goes, it's good to see you all, even though I can't see you through the smoke. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. I actually like that song. Um, I don't know why I had to show you that. I don't. That was kind of cool. I liked it. But there, you, there you go. Anyways, uh, I have to reset my timer. Um, even six, though six twenty eight, my bladder will not survive. I've switched over to eggnog and bourbon at this point because. I have eggnog and I love eggnog. Oh, oh! I forgot you had eggnog the other day. Oh, it was good. This is eggnog and Buffalo Trace, and it's really good. <laughs> oh my! Sorry, satellite. All right. Um, I think we're up to your next movie. Yes, aren't we? we're up to my movie. I'm very upset with you. Um, next movie, Home Alone, came out in 1990, is it? Do you correct, sir? November 1990. This film actually made it to number three on the charts. Nice. Domestic take? was 285 million dollars dang worldwide 476 million that was a and popular film the budget was only 18 million no oh, jesus God. it's got to be his most pop profitable movie to date uh, hang on a second My uh, yeah, I was uh, yeah. Sorry, I was uh muted on my soundboard. Sorry. Ah, gotcha. You didn't need to hear that. <laughs> hmm. It was just a bunch of yeah. Oh, you Four... didn't hear any of that. Foreplay for married couples as they walked down the hallway. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, wait, I forget this. Uh, yeah, no, it was a bunch of this. It's just not not a good situation right now. <laughs> when they find my body. In a dry riverbed. Oh, he must have drowned. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we're... We're, uh, we're home alone. Home alone. Um, did you see the cat? Well, of course you did, because this was your flick. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast list on this is insane. Oh yeah, 
Macaulay Culkin, who was wasn't this like his breakout movie? Yeah, he he had done one or two others previous, but this was his big big break. Well, when you put Macaulay Culkin next to Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, Daniel Stern, uh, you're you're gonna get something called phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, uh, uh, I did not know his brother was in this movie. Holy cow! Who, Macaulay Cookins? Yes, Kieran. Yeah, yes, I did Uh, not know that. Robert Blossom was in it. Mm -hmm. Catherine Uh, O'Hara, who played the mother, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, who else was in this? John Candy made a small appearance. Yes. Gary Bannon. Uh, John Hurd. John Candy. God. I, know. I, for, I forgot he was in it. Yeah. The Polka um, King. What a great guy, though. You know, I mean, the hit Polka, Polka, Polka. What, what movie was it? Was that Uncle Buck? Yeah, the polka thing was this movie. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Did, although, you did watch it, right? Yes. Okay. Although Uncle Buck is still fucking hilarious. Kiernan uh, Culkin. What else, is, what else did I have listed here? here here's the thing. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Not impressed. Not impressed. This was not a big one on my list. That's okay. Uh, it was funny. It had some great moments. Uh, not, yeah, it didn't top Scrooged. No. Didn't top Die Hard. No. Didn't top Mixed Nuts. Yeah, I'm sorry. It might be a tie in my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wasn't. I, I'm trying to understand how this flick made it to number three for movies that year. <laughs> There's probably no other Christmas movies out that year. Just, well, Die Hard 2. Not a Christmas movie. No. no. Um, Macaulay Culkin annoys me. Uh, this is true. And and I think that's, that's why my score is as low as it is. Um, it was a fun movie to watch, but that was because of Joe Pesci. Yeah. Um. Uh, and Daniel, oh, Daniel Stern plays the best stupid guy. <laughs> he really does. Oh yeah. Um, but eh, no, this this didn't hit my list. Uh, so 
I ended up giving it a two out of five. Oh, wow. All right. I mean, I, I would hit it at a three, personally. Okay. Well, what'd you hit Mixed Nuts with? Three. Thought, was it a three? Yeah. I can't go that high. It's all right. I just can't. Um, it, it was a fun film to watch. I just, yeah. Macaulay Culkin just annoyed the fuck out of me through the whole thing. That I get it. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. What's your next? I have to look here. Oh, I got the Santa Claus next. 1994 With? Tim Allen movie. This was his first movie, wasn't it? Or like first leading actor role? It, actually, I think he did this after Galaxy Quest. Let's check, shall we? We would have to. I thought Galaxy it. Quest was after, but I could be wrong. Let's see. The Santa Claus was 1994. Toy Story was next. Uh, Home Improvement, Toy Story, Toy Story. Galaxy Quest was 1999, so it was quite a while later. There you go. So, was was this his? Yes, the Santa... No. Oh, he's doing another Santa Claus. Oh, there was like four oh, of them out a- there, I think. That's a TV miniseries. I want to see where the hell that's from. <laughs> um, his first movie was Tropical Snow. Uh, then he did The Santa Claus, then Toy Story. So, yeah, I guess this would be his first since, leading role. Yeah, this this was his first leading role. Um, then... I mean, yeah. Uh, We also had uh, Judge Reinhold in this movie from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, Wendy Crewson, like, I feel like I should know her, but I really couldn't pick out what she had done. Um, Eric Lloyd played Charlie. I don't think he did much after that. Uh, David Krumholtz played Bernard. And I'm like watching this going, why does this voice sound so familiar? I was like, Oh, dude, that's Wednesday's boyfriend in the second Adams Family movie. Yes. I love him, man. (laughs) Mary Gross from Saturday Night Live was in this. Peter Boyle was in this for a hot second. God rest his soul. Now, wait. Um, David Krumholtz was in something else. uh, David Krumholtz. Oh, Bernard. Um. What was he in? The The Deuce, Gigi, Slums of Beverly Hills, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah. He was in a lot of shit. Um, Oh, he was in Life with Mikey. All right. Uh, Life with Mikey was the uh, Michael J. Fox movie. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, he. I'm I'm surprised you haven't seen that. No, he did a lot of TV. I'm looking here. Oh, dude, I have to put that on the list. 
Tenacious D and the Picket Destiny, Frat Boy Uncredited, that I've seen. Yeah, he's he's been in a lot of stuff. Wait, oh, he's Goldstein and Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. That's it. There you go. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's another great movie. So, Rotten Tomato score on this one was seventy three percent, and the audience is sixty five percent. I probably haven't seen this movie since it first came out. So watching it again, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it was a much, it was, there was better pacing than what I had remembered. The pacing of this movie, I think was really, really well done. I mean, I'm sure they cut out a lot of funny stuff with Tim Allen, but it, this thing flowed really well. Um, probably the worst CGI I've seen in years. But ugly CGI. But the practical effects were top notch. I mean, him growing hair, him getting fat. Uh, the, the the practical effects were just outstanding on this. They probably spent all the money on the practical effects and said, oh, we'll throw some CGI in post and whatever. Um, the technical elf is named Quentin. Yes. Q. For James Bond people. <laughs> so that was funny. Um, apparently, Tim, when he was, because this was filmed in Canada in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And I guess it was miserable for him in the fat suit. Um, shot in the summer, no air conditioning in the building, full costume, fat suit, facial prosthetics, the beard. Uh, he'd have to take a lot of breaks to cool off. Um, when he got too warm, he would occasionally forget about the children who were playing elves and he would start cussing. <laughs> yes. Whoops. <laughs> and the Santa suit rubbed his neck and caused him to develop a painful rash. So this was kind of one of those miserable movies for the actor. But uh, and I was trying to think of my favorite scene from that. I really enjoyed when they first got to the North Pole and went underground and saw the whole thing. It was just a really well done bit. I loved the interaction with him and the little girl elf. Page, uh, Page Tomata. Yeah, he. I forget exactly what he says, but she goes, "Oh, sorry, I'm seeing someone in rapping," which I was hilarious. <laughs> and the music in this movie was way better than I remembered. I, I forgive me, I did not look up who did the musical score, but give them some kudos because they did a great great job um it all blended uh, it had that kind of grandiose feel but it was never intrusive it was just a really well done score it just helped the movie move along i i really was surprised when i watched it and had a good time watching it michael convertino did the music for this show uh the the girl the girl elf that mm -hmm. you were talking about Paige, I thought had great interaction. Oh yeah. With I mean for being a little girl playing a you know thousand year old elf, I she did a great job. Oh yeah. Um this movie really is high on my list because of the fact that it just it gives you that 
that feeling of of just letting yourself go. Uh, uh, he's an executive. He, yeah. He's going to get Osobuco for, for Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Osobuco, but um, <laughs> just I can relate to this character because I, I think as you get older, you want that fantasy life back. <laughs> I don't know. All the way through my 30s, I sat back and I was like, life sucks. <laughs> you got to actually work. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> hey, um, nobody told me anything about this. If, if Santa Claus... Wait, Santa Claus is real. So everyone... Yes, yes, little kitties. Yeah. Listening to the Squibbity Doos on our show. <laughs> but I mean, uh, and we're not yeah. drinking, we're having our medicine because we're so old. <laughs> we need our medicine. <laughs> oh my God, I knew I'd leave. You little Donnie Marie fans, you. Little bastards. <laughs> uh, so, what'd you rank? The, uh, what'd you rank it? I I gave this a four out of five. It was like I said, it, it was it was kind of a surprise to me. I watched it, it was like, I, and I watched all these sober, so I was like, I, I honestly enjoyed this movie. I was like, dude, this is great, man. I mean, is it the best movie out there? No, but this is really really good. So yeah, no, I gave it a four out of five. I liked it a lot. Well, I I was the same. Okay. Four out of five. Yeah, uh, it's it's a top notch Christmas movie. I, you know, if you haven't seen it in a couple of years, revisit this one, man. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I I play it every year, uh, just like the next movie that you're going to talk about. Um, <laughs> it, yes, yeah, it's, it's just a a sit down fun movie. Um, with that said. Burke's last choice for me was a Christmas story. Yeah. You fool. Don't don't give me a show that I love. <laughs> give me something I can hate. <laughs> I filmed in Cleveland. Yeah. And for anybody who lives in Ohio, you look at that and go... I've been there. This is cool. I love this. I I remember growing up and my parents or my mother taking me up to see the windows at Higby's. And never never got up to Cleveland as a kid, but we at least had what were the two stores downtown? The Higby building and Well, the, you had Higby's and uh May May Company. May Company, right across the street from it. Yes. And uh, both of them really kind of competed with Windows. Mm-hmm. And the entire beginning of this movie is walking by the Higby's window. And what was what was really cool was the the um, the scenes with with uh, uh, Santa Claus, where where yeah. he 
kicks Ralphie down the slide. They were all filmed in the, the Higby's, Higby's building. In Cleveland. I mean, those columns. I remember walking down that that hallway with all those columns. It was... So, I, okay, so before I get into this, we got to talk about numbers and stuff. And, and this show, domestically, guess how much it made? When it, when it first came out, I'll bet it did not do well. Okay. Domestically, $20 million. Worldwide, $20 million. <laughs> but uh, they don't have the budget listed. So we don't know how much money this movie lost. But I don't think they spent $20 million on this thing. But it came out in 1983 uh, with a full cast of characters that none of us know anymore. Well, no, you had the mom who was in the one Indiana Jones sequel. Yeah. And, I mean, Darren McGavin was in, he was bit actors and he was in the Twilight Zone, the movie and things like that. Other than that, okay. yep. Okay, nothing. So, so here's the cast list: Peter Billingsley, who That's Ralphie, who is still known today. Uh, he still acts. Uh, played Ralphie. Melinda Dillon played Mother Parker. Darren McGavin. Oh, she was in Close Encounters too. I forgot about that. She was the mom in Close Encounters. Yeah. Played Old Man Parker, Scott yep. Swartz, Flick, Gene Shepard, Ralphie as an adult. And Gene Shepard wrote all the short stories that this movie was based on yes. and did the screenplay or the story, and some maybe somebody else did the screenplay. I can't remember. Uh, I, I'll have that at the bottom of the page. All right. Um, let's see here. Teddy Moore, Miss Shields. Artie Robb as Schwartz. Zach Ward as Scott. Got Farkas. <laughs> Yano, Yellow eyes. Yano Ayo. Anaya. Yeah, Grover. Um, is there anyone else that I really need to list off here? No, no. Apparently because there was... There is a Flash Gordon and Ming the Merciless in this movie that got scenes deleted. Oh, I want to see that. Uh, director was Bob Clark. And the screenplay, uh, well, it was based off of Gene Shepard's novel. In God We Trust, in All God. Others Pay Cash. Lee Brown did the screenplay. Bob Clark actually helped with the screenplay um this is a bit of history of cleveland ohio and even though it's not listed as as being in cleveland ohio 
This is the history oh, of yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. People, you can go and stay the night in the Christmas Story House. And it is not that far outside of downtown. I w- Years ago, I was driving limo, and I had my very first Garmin, and I was bored. And I'm like, let's see what we can find on here. And I typed in a Christmas story, and boom, the house popped right up. I'm like, it's two miles from here. Oh, we're there. I'm driving over there to let us see. Now, the movie, the movie... Uh... Follows 1950s, 50s. I think it was. Yeah. 50s or, f- I think it was 50s. Early it was 50s. Post-war. Um, post-war time where a child wants a Red Rider BB gun. Probably the most famous BB gun ever made. This I had, is true. I had one. <laughs> Uh, just you'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. I. This movie just brings up so many memories of growing up. The mother, after the child swears, shoving a bar of lava in his mouth. Just, I mean, um. I don't know if that ever happened to Burke, but my mother did that to me about three times. And after that, I was like, pumice sucks. <laughs> I think he said he preferred palm olive because it had a pecan too. <laughs> um, this film did not make a lot of money, um, but to this day, the leg lamp, is still for sale. Oh, yeah. You can buy the light. I'm going to buy one for my shed. <laughs> oh, it's like in every, you cannot avoid this movie at Christmas time. It is all over the place. I so want to buy one just to take to work and put in the front window. <laughs> um, I, I, this show actually won three awards so that people know this. I have to look up the awards that it won. Uh, winner of the National Film Registry. Oh, in 2012, it won National Film Preservation Board's National Film Registry. So, I, I, I love that award. So this is permanently in washington as a film of importance then is what you're saying yes that's awesome Uh, and you can go online to the national film preservation board and look up any of the movies that that they deem to be uh national archives uh which really kind of when i saw that i was like that's freaking awesome um it won Best Achievement in Direction for Bob Clark. Oh, wow. Uh, won Best Screenplay for all three of the, the people, Lee Brown, and Bob Clark, and Gene Shepard. Um, just a fun movie. And 
honestly, if you're from Ohio and grew up in our age, you remember this stuff. <laughs> so, I, yeah. The, the only what? thing in the world that could have dragged me away from the soft glow of electric sex gleaming in the window. This movie, <laughs> this movie, which came out in 1983. Was it 83? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yep. This movie taught me to never lick a flagpole. <laughs> Whoops. So people know this year they came out with a new Christmas story with all of the people that were involved growing up. And I think it's on HBO Max. Really? Yes. Uh, let me. I'll tell you here in a second. Hmm. Uh, boom. And this is yet another movie that could never be made today because of the singing in the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not fa ra 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 He's fa-la-la-la-la. Yeah, so on HBO Max, uh, release date, November 17th, 2027. A Christmas Story Christmas, where Ralphie is now the father. Okay. Please go watch it. It's a, I'm sure it's going to be just as hilarious as the other one. It's, it's got the same cast. Um, Did Gene Shepard write it? Ooh, who wrote this? Writers Nick Schrank, Peter Billingsley, and Clay Cadis. So Ralphie wrote it. Interesting. Oh. Dude, look at that bump. Yeah. What did you do, Ray? Uh, that was that was a uh, Brad Doherty slammed my head into a locker in junior high school. <laughs> Fuck you, Brad. <laughs> All right, sir. What's your last movie? Oh, did you rate this movie yet? Oh shit. <laughs> I gave this movie a five out of five. I got to give it a five out of five also. That's, I, I, I had two movies that were five out of five yeah, that you yeah. picked. Uh, the other one sucked. <laughs> but then again, so did Mixed Nuts, apparently. <laughs> well, we're 37 minutes into this. Is your bladder saying it's time to take a break, or are we good to go for... How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? We got 14 minutes left. Okay. And and then we have our conclusion section. So let's finish this bit. We have our our concussion session. Okay. Yeah. What do you have going on for for your last movie? This is a movie that came out in 1988. How old? I know, right? Starring Bill Murray, Karen Allen. And a host of others. This is Scrooged. And I was so happy when you gave me this film because, like, I love this film. So we all know where this is going. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to start with this one. 
Because I love me some Bill Murray. And when Bill Murray is allowed to do his big monologue somewhere in a movie, you know, it's going to be good. You know, you had uh, uh, the, the summer camp movie, uh, Meatballs, and you had Stripes, and and you had this movie. And it's, it's just awesome. But, man, the, I love the fact that they got this killer cast together. You know, Karen Allen, we know her from Indiana Jones. Uh, John Glover, you've seen it here and there. But then you got, like, John Forsythe. You know, uh, David Johansson. I cannot figure out how David Johansson got into this movie, but I thought he did a great job. I mean, you got Buster Poindexter playing a taxi cab that goes back in time. That's awesome. Carol Kane. Oh, dear Lord, that woman is hilarious. <laughs> Robert Mitchum. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what, you know. Uh, Jamie Farr was in this. Robert Goulet, Buddy Hackett, John Hausman, Lee Majors playing the six million dollar man. <laughs> How much better can it get <laughs> with a midi gun? <laughs> uh, Alfre Woodward did a great job in this too. I loved her. Um, Bobcat Goldweight. You know, I I I love his stuff and and. and Whoever like was directing him, like kept him in, just kept him pulled back just enough that it was perfect. It was just absolutely perfect. Um, and I love how much of a dick Bill Murray is at the beginning of this film. <laughs> Buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett. I know, right? I, he was only in for a second. He was great. But when he's there, you're like, holy fuck. Robert Goulet, my man. I know, right? Oh my god. <laughs> um so, so do I have some notes here? Ah, Rotten Tomatoes was 69%, but the audience was 71%. Hell yeah. Just goes to show you the audience knows more. Um great writing in this. Um this might be my favorite Bill Murray performance i i might have to i this might be his my favorite performance of his um i love carol kane when she's got the toasters oh look a toaster and just <laughs> she is such a bitch in this and i mean he deserves every, every freaking <laughs> second of it now, the, did um, you notice the uh the street musicians when he was passing by uh, uh, that insulted Bill Murray it was Paul Schaefer, Miles Davis, David Sanborn, and Larry Carlton. <laughs> it's like it's a powerhouse of music right there, man. I um, I still think I I think my favorite character. Well, because this is based on a Christmas Carol. Uh, by Charles Dickens. Chuck. Chuck. Uh, one of my favorite characters in this is, is the character that, that John Forsythe plays, which is ghost, uh, the original ghost, the, yeah. um, the Marley. Yes. And, well, I, I've always had a thing for John Forsythe. Um, Dynasty, 
uh, Charlie's Angels. Just he's always played a powerhouse actor, and his portrayal of Marley is just it's so it's, strong. It's hilarious. Just uh, I I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say about the fact that his character, the way that he plays Marley makes you just sit back and go, holy fuck. <laughs> and then at the end, he's just jovial. I'm like, Until he Damn. sticks him out the window, which was just yeah. really messed up. <laughs> the mouse coming out of his head was just phenomenal. And then the, the practical effects makeup on him were just amazing. Fuck. Robert Mitchum kicking the cat <laughs> just had my ass <laughs> all over the floor. I was like, holy fuck. I can't he, believe he, he did so, this. He, and he's so clueless as an exec. It's just, hey, do you know how many cats and dogs are watching TV? Right? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I don't have those numbers in front of me. But uh... now, Karen, Karen Allen, um, when this came out, did this come out before Indiana Jones? No, this or had to after? be after. This had to be after. Um, I I loved that girl. Uh, Animal House, Indiana Jones. Class Menagerie, then Scrooged. Yeah, I, I love that girl. That girl <laughs> can act any way, shape, or form. Uh, but out of everyone that was in this this movie, even Jamie Farr, <laughs> Carol Kane takes the Oscar for this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Her entire role is freaking hilarious. The the smacking him in the face with her wings. Hello. <laughs> and he's just like taking it, taking it. Could you not do that? <laughs> no, no. This is this is a great piece of writing. Great direction. Great acting. Uh, yeah. No, I have always loved this thing. Uh, it is definitely a five out of five for me. No doubt in my mind. John Houseman reading the book. Uh, that poor guy didn't even get to see the movie. He passed away a month before this thing was released. Yeah. I remember him for the uh, paper chase. The paper chase. He was in a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, he was in a he was in the Grey Poupon commercials. <laughs> I know that nobody's going to remember that, but um, he he was actually on the Muppets with the two old dudes. Who wasn't? Well, no, he was. He was. Yeah, well, he the, was up with Statler and Waldorf up in there. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so so what what. I can see by the way that you're reacting that you you actually enjoyed this movie. No, I have always loved this movie. What do you read this? 
No, it's a five. Absolutely uh, a five. I am right maybe a there. six. I am right there with you. <laughs> this is a five out of five. If we were doing a normal movie review, this would be in the box. I would put this in the box. It's top shelf, no doubt. There are two movies. Okay, if there was a Christmas box, yes. There are two movies that we have discussed tonight that I would put in the box. And that's A Christmas Story and this one. I love the Santa Claus. I love Die Hard. I love all the movies that we talked about tonight. But these two movies, I think, are timeless. And, And they won't stop nope they will um, be replayed forever which is awesome and i i just don't think that i don't think there's any other christmas movie that we've ever seen where where we can sit back and go well that's it that's <laughs> it that goes in the box that goes in the box but bobcat goldthwaite in this movie, you better watch that. You better not care. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. <laughs> He's casually reloading the shotgun. Phenomenal. Oh, there's the P word. Phenomenal. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going to have to. Take a, Take a quick break. Quick break here. We're going to come back. We're going to conclude, and everyone will have a happy fucking Christmas. <laughs> Little bit of sting for you. Oh, it sounded familiar. We'll be right back. It's Christmas. Baby, please come home.
surprised you didn't have the waitresses. No. <laughs> All right. Akron girl does good. You don't want to promote your city. All right, that's fine, man. I can only <laughs> do so much. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I spent $140 this week on music from the 80s for the next month, month and a half. (laughs) Who knows? That's right. A little bit of mixed nuts. The movie that burkated. They didn't hate it. Just didn't love it as much as you did. I guess what the listeners should get from this is that really doesn't matter what movie it is. If it's Christmas, it's good. That's true. We had what? Four? Six? No, four. Four movies that were five out of five. I think it was. Now we had uh, we had four at least in the four out of five category. Yeah. yeah. In other words, Christmas is good. Oh, no more Yankee, my Wanky. The donga need food. <laughs> uh, so, what are you going to do over your Christmas break? Probably just stay at home. I am an indoor cat, man. Are you? Well, yeah. You can trick. Yeah. The family. Oh, Mackie should be coming back into town here. because Oh, Mackie's coming back. She should be. I mean, I would hope she'd make it here for Christmas. I know she's still working at the hospital. Part-time job there, so. Taking a break. You guys have a great, great Thanksgiving. Now, Burke and I all sit there and talk to each other through this entire thing. And fucking, yeah. Y'all won't get to hear it. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't care. Zach, meathead. Meathead. Fuck you. You don't get to hear it. Sucks, doesn't it? Meathead. Love you. Sam. Oh, Sam doesn't listen. <laughs> All right, kids. Uh... It's Christmas. I know I already played this, but I don't care. I'm going home. 